It has been eight years since the last numbered Mega Man game was released, and since then, series creator Keiji Inafune left Capcom, and Capcom proceeded to very publicly burn bridges with him and his projects, going so far as to declare that there was no demand for Mega Man anymore, and essentially stopped making Mega Man games, while simultaneously milking the franchise by re-releasing collections of the previous games leading to a speculation among fans that Capcom was acting purely out of spite over Inafune's departure. Then, in December 2017, Capcom announced to the world that for the 30th anniversary of the franchise, they would create and release Mega Man 11 in late 2018. So on this episode, we'll dive into what's known, and which isn't much, perhaps do a little prognostication about what we'll see. Apparently there is still demand for Mega Man after all, and that's our topic next on Downloadable Content. Welcome to Downloadable Content. I am Brian, and with me we have Ron. Hey, everyone. We have Ronnie. Or not. Cricket, cricket, cricket. And we have Nick. Hello. <laughs> Ronnie just magically vanish? No, I'm right here. Yeah, Ronnie probably forgot the mic was muted again. <laughs> That's uh, all right. No, no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not recording that for a third time. So, <laughs> just gonna press right on. But yes, we are gonna be talking about Mega Man 11 on this episode. So, uh, um, before we get started, just want to remind everyone that every single episode of downloadable content can be found on the website dlcpodcast.com. Episodes can also be found on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Also, you can check out on the website upcoming episodes. Check them out. Let us know if you want to be in on an episode or give us ideas for future episodes. Love to get them. DLCpodcast.com. And also, one further advisory. Uh, since we have both Rons on this episode, this episode might run a little long. So you might want to get a tall glass of whatever. <laughs> Some provisions, snacks. Well, we'll, we'll see. I I have very little prepared for this episode, so maybe a sleeping bag. Yeah, you know, just it, a real might... comfy chair. Something, something. I mean, st- I mean, strap in. I mean, we, we we you never know what's gonna happen. So that is a, that. Instead of your spoiler warning, that is your Ron's alert. <laughs> Copyright. And, uh... 
And so, yes, yeah, so Mega Man 11. Now, this was, as I said in the intro, announced uh, just a few months ago, back in December. And this was one of those announcements that, for me, felt way out of the blue. Like, this was, for me, not expected at all because... As as we've known, you know, Capcom has basically shelved Mega Man for years. And Only whoring them out for the occasional game or two. Hi, Smash! And also re, uh, just re-releasing the Mega Man Legacy Collection and the Legacy Collection 2 on every platform known to mankind. Um, so... I mean, it's there was speculation by fans and speculation that I think was at least partially grounded by the idea that, you know, Capcom felt so spurned by the departure of Inafune that they just wanted to publicly crucify him. Well, keep in mind, too, that they didn't, like... He didn't leave because he didn't want to be there anymore. They left because they fired him. Yes. <clears throat> like they fired him because they they didn't want to pay him, and so he went off and did mine number nine, which, well, unfortunately, that didn't turn out like people thought. And then they they I think he I think the last one he worked on was Mega Man Nine. Then he left. Then they did Mega Man Ten, and like that was mediocre kind of lukewarm ish and then um they just said okay we're gonna be done and oh. people uh, he did not get fired he oh, quit. I, oh okay i'm i'm sorry i thought it, i thought he was fired my mistake i i, I was literally just looking that up because i'm like okay i remember him quitting but i want to verify it before i say that okay no that's what i and then i'm corrected i thought he was fired my mistake yeah but, but with the recent track record of capcom kind of like screwing over a lot of their like mainstay titles like they had not handled Resident Evil all that well they had not handled Mega Man all that well they had not handled um there was issues still with Street Fighter 5 and then Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite um that like people kind of thought that they were kind of on their way out and like all they had really left was Monster Hunter And then just the thing that that you know might that probably irked me the most was that that whole you know it it really felt that Capcom was going out of their way to just spurn Inafune any chance they got. They might not have, have said so publicly, but I could certainly see where fans of Capcom's franchises, particularly Mega Man, you know would get that idea. It, it, it's, it's, they did not handle his leaving very well. What really surprised me about it was, uh, as you said, Brian, just kind of the the suddenness of this. I were, uh, I normally keep a pretty good ear for any like stream specials, anything like that, that usually crosses my ears. And suddenly... You know, I wake up to a Monday that not only did Capcom announce a 30th Mega Man anniversary stream special, but that they announced a 
you know, announced Mega Man 11 and the Mega Man X collection yeah. for, I was say, for I, all current-gen consoles. So, which I, I was, think it's a, I think it's a pretty ballsy move for Capcom to announce a spiritual successor to Mighty Number no. Nine so soon. <laughs> it, it, we haven't, we haven't had long enough time to really like nostalgic, be, be nostalgic about it before they bring in a new one. <laughs> you know that that I saw recently. Uh, a, an article from Polygon in which the headline was Mega Man 11 gives fans new ammo to rag on Mighty Number no. 9. Yeah. Which is not I guess I guess is appropriate but also kind of uncalled for because my, well, one, Mighty Number no. 9 really did a lot of that to themselves but uh, it's just well. Here's the thing: My, Mega Man 11 really seems like it's hitting the same style as Mighty Number no. Nine was trying to hit. They're just doing it better. So well, I mean, they're they're bringing that comparison themselves. Like, yeah, I, and I do find I do find that's quite tongue in cheek. That the art style for the for Mega Man 11 is very reminiscent of Mighty Number no. Nine. Oh yeah, and a lot it's, of definitely, that. it's definitely shots fired from Capcom. Like this was definitely deliberate. Yeah, it I definitely you know th th there was definitely some you know poking back at Inafune for all that. But was it really necessary? Probably not, because the the failures of Mighty Number no. Nine alone pretty much vindicated Mega Man for for. You know, even as Ron laments over Mega Man 10, I disagree. I thought it was a great title in the series. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, like, like I, I think the reason why was just that, giving again, like this, this was the track record of like Capcom. Like they had kind of mishandled Street Fighter 5. They had appeared to be done and over with with Mega Man and. Like, them doing, like, a little trailer of, like, hey, 30 years of Mega Man. Like, okay, I, my, my initial thought of them, of them announcing that little trailer, like, the history of Mega Man, I was like, okay, so this is going to be some sort of, like, bundle of get all Mega, get Mega Man 1 through 10 and get, get Mega Man X through X7 all on under one platform or license for 60 bucks. Like, that was my initial thought behind it. And then... It's, it gets to the end, and then, like, it goes to, like, 2018, and, like, there's the little, like, question mark blinking thing, and, like, I feel like everyone's mind is, like, going, wait, what do you mean 2018? What the fuck's in 2018? And then they drop the trailer on you at the end of it. And then it looks like, it looks like exactly like what they were doing, we were trying to do with my number nine. Like, the literal first three seconds looks almost like a carbon copy of the first intro stage of the goddamn my number nine. Yeah, I'm looking at the stuff on Me Mega Man 11, and while some of the stages look better, actually a couple of them, like their Mighty Number no. Nine equivalents, actually look better in the background. So I'm hoping they refine this a little more before yeah. the release. I think at least when it came, when it comes to comparing Mega Man Eleven to Mighty Number no. Nine, oh, at least a big portion of it for me was never really the art style or direction or, or really anything like that. But I just think how the games played, uh, I think, had a big portion to do with it. I know that they had some visualization problems with Mighty Number no. Nine and the whole dashing into enemies to you know, to 
that you know finished him off. I guess that didn't work out as great as you know everyone hoped. And where Mega Man, yeah, you know, say what you will. A lot of people think it's you know you know get a little tired of you know Capcom rehashing the same concept over and over and over again. But my art to counter argue that is if it's not broken, why fix it? Um, and uh, and it's 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 why I've enjoyed the Mega Man series for so long is that it's 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 a it's very formulaic and it's picking and choosing your robot masters grabbing the weapons biting the other robot man you know taking it to the next robot master and so on and so forth and it just worked and say, that, uh, it, from from mighty number no. nine like it i i backed it and i played it and Mighty Number no. Nine feels like it had a lot of great ideas with very poor execution. There you go. And it's part of why I'm one of the few people who's positive about them <coughs> possibly doing a sequel to it because I feel like the heart of a good game is there. They just now now that they've done it badly, they can go good. Let's not do it that way again. And hopefully, but our P but but. You know, especially being a crowdfunded game, you know, gamers are not exactly a, you know, a, a really a forgiving bunch. You know, for better or for worse. Okay, wait. Well, y yes and, and no. And our, we our bitch. We bitch a lot. But how many games that people bitched about the previous installment do they go and buy the next one the day it comes out without knowing if it's good or not? Touche. <laughs> we like to bitch a lot. We don't necessarily follow through on that. We they just want to. They just want to. They just want to hate play it. And well, I'm not okay. saying that Mighty Number no. Nine Two would necessarily get a warm reception, but I believe if they actually put out a good game, people would buy it if it reviewed well. They bitched and moaned about Mighty Number no. Nine because it was in development for as long as it was. And got so much more money than it was even thought was going to be needed. Yeah. And then eventually, they got what the what the community got was this. I'll, I'll call it middling product. Yeah. In no, that, they're, ju they're totally justified. Like yeah. I, I wasn't denying that at all. Like the game, the game is miserable. <laughs> like seriously. Yeah. Like like like, and, and that's that's what people were mostly salty about with with my number nine more than anything else, and like. To go back onto the 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 point that you made about like us being a forgiving audience, like we'll forgive like one or two slip ups. I feel the the, the example I have being um or like okay the example I guess I have would be Final Fantasy because that thirteen was probably the worst reviewed Final Fantasy in. Um, the core series, yeah, in the core series, and then when 15 eventually came out, like that was lauded and praised for like graphics, story, gameplay, all that shit. Um, conversely, any goodwill a company may have had, they lost if they make several bad games in a row. The example I have is a uh, Mass Effect series. Like Mass Effect One was pretty decent game. Mass Effect Two was pretty flippin' amazing. 
Mass Effect 3 was all over the goddamn place. There were some great moments in there, and then you had the red-blue-green ending for uh, Mass Effect 3, and then when they announced the drown up, people were like, okay, you're gonna do, like, the whole Mass Effect gameplay in a different galaxy. Alright, we can kind of get that. We can get behind that. Just don't fuck it up. And they fucked it up. And so, people are kind of really soured on, on, on Mass Effect and Bioware now, because they had... Now I've had two titles go... Belly well, up. Yeah, go belly up on them. And one, of oh, them okay. was due, one of them was due to a story decision, and the other one was due to not changing their goddamn game engine in ten years. I say, Ma- Mass Effect 3, I wouldn't call a failure. Like, it definitely was flawed, but... It wasn't Andromeda. It, it, it is a story failure. I'll put it that way. How about yeah. that? Yeah. It is, it is but, a failure in the sense of they had this big like space opera going on, and they fucked up the ending in ways that no one had conceived of prior to Mass Effect 3's ending. <laughs> I must have been the only one in the world then who actually enjoyed Mass Effect 3's ending, so... <laughs> You, much, you, yeah. you you would be in the minority, that's for sure, Brian. Yes, but, I would. But I... the, the difference between what you guys are talking about and what I'm talking about, you guys are talking about AAA studios here. This is a relatively small company that got its money through crowdfunding. And a lot of, uh, a lot of people, you know, feel jilted because... You know, it's not just people dropping 60 bucks on this game. Some people dropped a couple... Hundred dollars on this, yeah, or, or, or thousands, yeah, and it, and to have that as your end result, and then people are, and then you know, for for a small company, it's gonna be like, well, we're really sorry that you know we really fucked up, fucked up this one. Um, we'll do better on this one. Please give us more money. And surprise, and lo and behold, surprise, you're probably not gonna get that money. Because people are good. Because we, most people don't have sixty dollars to just hand to a company for the promise of a good game, and that's why I feel like Mighty Number no. Nine probably won't get its second chance. So this is Capcom saying, "Well, that well, you know, what you guys did, yeah, that was cute, but here's here's how it should have been done." Well- and that's why I think Mega, Mega Man 11 really comes into play here. I I don't think a Mighty Num I, I don't think anything else they do in the Mighty Number franchise in any way is going to be going through a Kickstarter. Like they, if they did anything else, it would be on their own dime. Or getting the help of a major publisher. Well, no. Well, by their own dime, I mean it's not coming from the consumers. Whether it's they get backing from a major publisher whether it's using what they've got gathered from other sources because they've released other things like regardless of where they where it's coming from I don't I don't see them going back to the well on crowdfunding no because they I, like everything else enough they did kind of burn that bridge well um I, here's the thing like I've been I've backed at least 20 games on kickstarter in the past and mighty number nine doesn't even reach the middle of the pack for disappointments yeah first you have the but that's crowdfunding in general and with that kind of stuff 
you are essentially you're investing in a stock in a stock it may succeed but oftentimes it's going to fail it's going to crash and your money's not really going to amount to a whole lot yeah like mighty number nine was a mediocre game i wish it was better but it came out and it wasn't terrible like it wasn't great it was not memorable but right like i can name a bunch of games that i've backed that end up either not coming out or being just the worst drek that had potential this is a game where i can at least go okay it's mediocre and i can see how it could have been good once again mighty number no. 9 was a, was not a good game all I was saying was I would be interested in seeing what they could do if they refined it because there was something there. It's not that there was nothing. It was it was there and they just couldn't get it right. Right, and I and I understand that it's just uh, you know, considering where there's you know, how they managed to you know, get the money to source for the game, I, my point was there's no way they're going to be able to go back through that direct route. But as no. you, but as you know, but again, through direct publishing or their, their own dime, you know, it, it, they could try, try it again. I would be very shocked any, if they do. They don't have any, they don't have any worse of a uh, reputation at this point than Capcom did when they canceled Mega Man Legends 3 with the community. Like, we trusted them again after that. It took a while, but we we believed them when they brought them when they said they were going to put the next thing out. We believed them after they canceled like three Mega Man games, and that's why we're on this podcast literally this moment right here. The fan base's memory is not as long as it thinks it is, and we are more forgiving than we maybe should be at times, despite our bitching. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having this podcast right now about Mega Man 11, which we haven't discussed as much as we probably should have by now. <laughs> well, I feel like the says he is... says he 25 minutes in. <laughs> well, I feel like the context is important because of like oh, them totally. of them of them even making the game. So, no, the context is super important. I'm not trying to shut down discussion on Mighty Number no. Nine. I was the one of the people who brought it up. I just, I think it's funny we're half an hour in and we've been talking about Mighty Number no. <laughs> Arguing the merits. Well, you know, these things do happen. I did say to our listeners, strap in. So, uh... <laughs> but, we're, we're, I mean... We're in... Mega Man 11... I mean, it's, it's following up Mega Man 10, which was a divisive enough game, which was odd to me, but, uh... In the fan base, I've heard enough of it where a lot of people apparently felt that it was a bonafide cash-in without any real merit as opposed to 9, which was a good game. So, uh, I wonder how people are going to feel with 11. I mean, they are trying new things with the art style. Mega Man's design when he gets powers looks very good as compared to the past. And honestly, the reason Mighty Number no. 9 went into that whole cell-shaded 
uh, direction with the bright, more cartoony colors is because it just works in the kind of game that you're trying to tell with a Mega Man. Yeah. And, like, the, the little trailer, too, does show some interesting things. Like, it like it shows that when he's using the new powers, like, he does get, like, additional, like, his arms get a little bulkier when he's throwing around the, the, the rocks, and his body does change. There's a little, like, chibiism going on, because his head's a lot bigger compared to the rest of the proportions of his body. But I feel like that's more so just so you can see how he is moving around on the screen. Um, there's also apparently some sort of super in the game, because that's how they end the trailer, is him firing off a super mega buster, basically, and like a timer afterwards. Yeah, well, I have no idea what that new feature could be. It definitely is a new mechanic that would add a wrinkle to, you know, the through through, through standard gameplay. I just kind of wish Capcom would let us know, know a little more about what it is. What I find interesting about the, the whole rock-throwing power and how Mega Man changes his looks, um, that art model was in Mega Man Legacy Collection 2. Uh, and I didn't really pay much mind to it because I was like, oh, it's just old concept art because it was in the concept arts. And I paid no mind to it because, well, it's just an old model that Capcom rejected year, you know, years ago. And yet, couple, you know, almost five, six months later, here it is in Mega Man 11's trailer. Capcom knew what the hell it was doing. They teased all these images months before the actual trailer came out, and well, those crafty motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I think you're, I think you're getting credit to a blind man for finding a bush. Okay, I don't think I think they're crafty per se. But the fact that they threw in concept art for Mega Man 11 in Mega Man Legacy Collection 2, you know, and not really say what it was from, you know, uh, that that was actually kind of clever on Capcom's part. To kind of have people, you know, kind of talk about it a little bit. And then here, you know, a few months later, it's December. Here, Here's Mega Man 11. Hey, look, it, it's the exact same design as it was in Mega Man Legacy Collection 2. Huh. Capcom knew what it was doing. Uh, the other thing I think worth mentioning is that in the trailer, it also shows, like, destructible scenery. And, um, like, the Mega Buster going through some, like destructible blocks and blowing up like obstacles to progress his way through the stage which eh, not really I mean okay it's in Mega Man but it's not usually tied to the Mega Buster it's usually tied to a weapon power of some kind to like drill through an object or blow up a door or what have you what no this was just interesting a Mega Buster and blowing up some rocks that, that reminds me of a game <coughs> oh, oh, Mighty Number no. Nine. <laughs> yeah. I, I I know, and I'm. Again, I know that's weird. Yeah. But like, um, this it's it, definitely like that's all I was getting at is it's definitely deliberate. Like this is not an accident. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's also reintroducing the whole bolt mechanic from like Final Fantasy, or sorry, from Mega Man Seven, where you like buy Ooh, additional you, you, like. <laughs> 
accent. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I corrected myself in time. Barely. Oh, you almost crossed the streams there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't want to. I didn't want to implode on subatomic level. Okay. Well, that bolt system's been in place for the last four games now: seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. I mean, like, it's nothing new. It's not new, but it's it's nice. It's nice to see a return. I guess is what the point I was trying to make. Yeah, oh, who yeah. knew what they were going to do with Eleven? It's been so long. For all we know, they, the role could be the main character. It could be a cooking show. Like, we have no idea what Mega Man Eleven was. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hang on. No, serious, serious <laughs> moment here. Isn't there <laughs> with Roll Time the name spun off of Cooking Mama or something like that? With Cat I would play the hell out of that. <laughs> all I know is that I downloaded ROM hacks of the first, uh, all the Mega Man games for the NES with Roll in the place of Mega Man. Pretty fun. So, um, you know, here's the thing, though. I mean, as we keep making the Mighty Number no. 9 comparisons here, all the things that Capcom has shown thus far with, the, with Mega Man 11, which admittedly isn't much, and also we are still months away from an actual release, allegedly. Um... I just can't help thinking how long Capcom is going to hold that grudge against Inafune. Because, as, as you For said... For the rest of natural born life. Because as you said, Ronnie, it's like all of these things that Capcom is showing and all of them, you know, being, you know, inspired or outright stolen from Mighty Number no. 9, it's, it's just, I'm like, really, Capcom? You're... This is bordering, uh, not even bordering. This is you're you're acting very petulant. It's 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 been some years now. Let it go. It feel it. They feel bitter. They they feel bitter with all of this. I like, want. Like, I want. I I believe Mega Man Eleven is going to be excellent because it's going to be really hard for it not to be at this point. But I can't yeah. help but feel every choice that they could where they could stick it to Inafune just a little bit more, they went Oh, absolutely. Completely. Absolutely. Like, there's no there's no secret about them wanting to, you know, just stick it to Inafune you know, just a little more. And I, I think that's in part why we're getting Mega Man 11, and at least for me if that's, if that's the sole reason, I don't yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't care. Give me more Mega Man, please, and thank you. It's it's like the same thing. Konami's doing the same thing with Metal Gear Survive. Uh, you know, taking pot shots at Hideo Kojima. You know, every single chance they get, it's like, grow up for fuck's sake. All right, your your big name talent is no longer with you. You. Really? You're gonna stoop to this sort of of, of childish petulance? Yes. <laughs> Do you yeah, okay, the, wait. Short, the short answer is yes. Yeah. What, what that Capcom has ever done has ever led you to believe that they would not act like a petulant child? I'm waiting. They have... They have been like petulant children to their fans. 
They've been like petulant children to their employees. <laughs> They're going to rub this game in Inafune's face, quite literally, if they get the opportunity to. Like, ca I mean, Capcom are not the adults of the industry. They're the genius 10-year-old that made it into high school freaking algebra for some reason and is just dangling it over all of his old friends' heads. So he's Mandark. So Capcom's Mandark. <laughs> Literally Mandark, yes. And yeah, because why else would Capcom com make the whole game in-house? For 9 and 10, they handed it off to um, to another studio, I believe, into Creates, if I'm not mistaken. Which also did Mighty Number no. 9. Yep. That was why. That was one of the reasons why we felt that Mighty Number no. Nine was in good hands because they'd done Mega Man games before. So, so for the fact that Capcom decided to make this game in house with their own studio instead of passing the buck off like they have been doing for the last decade makes it. Um, makes it a lot more, you know, more of a sticking point of them just wanting to one-up Inafune as much as they humanly can. So, it's Brian, to answer your question, yes, they're going to be whiny ten-year-olds about this the entire time. Like, it, like for me personally, it almost makes me not want to give Capcom the satisfaction of buying the game. Well, I, mean, I, 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 I will, I will say uh, a quote from Extra Credits. Uh, if they make a good game, get them some money. Because that's how we tell them we want more Mega Man or we want more platform shooting games that look like that. If they make a good game, I don't care if they're being spiteful. I'm going to buy it because I want these games to be successful. I don't want to have to fight with the company for another 10 years to get another game. I, I know mean, it wasn't like, 10 years, but I'm, I'm I, talking to I mean, I mean, fa I mean, fair enough, but... Hmm. So, so here, here's the... Here's, I just want to get a general observation, and then we can take it where, take it where you want. Do you think... After 15 years or so of Capcom having its head buried up its own ass, they're finally, like, getting their shit back in order. Like, the past year or 18 months for Capcom kind of been pretty decent. They I... fucked up on uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, sure. But other than that, you had Resident Evil... You've had back on track with Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. Um, Street Fighter Five. They're getting back on track with that. They're a fixing people, it. But, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are liking the changes they're making. Um, Mega Man Eleven. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, the the Street Fighter, like the base was was fine. It's just that they didn't have all of the the other things to the to the side of the actual fighting gameplay that we expect. Out yeah. Of Fighting. Well, they were so focused on the tournament scene that yeah. the, uh, it, it made sense the, why they did what they did. Yeah, but the gameplay itself was fine. It was just it didn't have everything else that it should have. Yeah, and then and then they had uh, Monster Hunter World come out, and 
as was stated last episode, six million copies sold. Well, I mean, Capcom, and, I, and I'll, I'll agree with you, Ron. Um, I think that Capcom is getting back on track, and I would say it's because they didn't have any other choice. Because if anybody remembers, what was it, two, three years ago, that they're that they were doing so poorly that their uh, their stockholders refused the poison pill option and uh, opened themselves up to being bought out by any other company without resistance. And then no one bought them. I think it was they no nobody happened. did. That was that was where this ended. Was they opened it? They went okay. We're open to being bought, and the people the higher ups at Capcom went okay. Fuck, we need to fix this. And that's when everything changed. Uh, it's I amazing what a little fear, fear can do. <laughs> I'm, I, I would say Capcom's starting to go on the right track. The fact that they're fixing Street Fighter V, okay, that's to be expected. They want to be heavy in the tournament scene. Fixing Resident Evil, the Resident Evil series, again, can kind of see it. That's their, their, you know, what they feel is their bread and butter. I, I totally get that. Mega Man is the star. I'm glad hey. to see it back. I'm glad to see it back. I want to see it continue. But it's not, you know, it's not saying, okay, Capcom's back. Yeah, they're back. No, Mega, I, I'm not gonna say they're back yet. When yeah, they Mega start... Man is Mega Man is the uh, the Kid Icarus or the Star Fox of Capcom's franchises. Where yeah, the the fans are cl- clamor for another one, and we'll we'll get one every ten years or so. Um, <laughs> that seems to be the thought process now. Well, uh, here, here's no, one. I, but but to just finish this, I'll let you go, Ron. When they start making. Beautiful Joe, Okami, Devil May Cries, then I'll say Capcom's back. Continue. Well, the the point, I, I was going to make two quick points. One, in recent history, Capcom's biggest title has not been Street Fighter. It's not been Mega Man. It's not been Resident Evil. Their biggest title in terms of sales has been Monster Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. And... For the longest time, no one in the West cared about it because it was mainly a portable-only game, by and large. Sure, it was on the Wii. Because we don't like portable games over here. (sighs) But, like, the the reason why we didn't care about it in the West, by and large, was it was on the Wii or the Wii U, and the Wii one was pretty janky, if memory serves. And the Wii U, well, we know how the Wii U did, so... Well, it, there was also 3DS and mostly PlayStation Vita. Yeah. And yeah, the, who the fuck owns a Vita around here? Wasn't yeah. there? No. Didn't it start on PS2? Uh, maybe in Japan, one? but it didn't make it to stateside, I do believe. No, I, I'm pretty sure it was Japan exclusive, but I mean, I'm pretty sure the first game was a PS2 game. But, 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 to, my, but to my point, it was not, you know... Uh, at least to my knowledge, Monster Hunter really was never a huge money maker for Capcom. It, where they were making their money was Resident Evil and Street Fighter, because that's what they focused on. They made some money, from, but from Japan, like that was where most of the money from Monster Hunter came from. 
with sales in Japan. To give you an example, when Monster Hunter World was released, it was supposed to release at the same time as Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which was made by a smaller studio with Arc Systems, which is admittedly a smaller studio, but it's Dragon Ball Z. Like, th th that is literally the anime of the past, like, of the 90s and early 2000s. And Japan is fucking nuts for Dragon Ball Z. With the and, and with the resurgence of Dragon Ball in general with Dragon Ball Super, like that's part of the reason why people are so were so excited for it. They pushed the sale back of Dragon Ball Fighter Z to Tuesday when it was originally gonna be released on a Friday, because they didn't want their sales to compete to interfere with Capcom and, Mo and Monster Hunter World. They knew people were gonna binge the fuck out of Monster Hunter World in the first three or four days, and then they and, and then they would want to switch to something else. Okay, uh just just to give a little context here, um, I just looked it up. Uh, Monster Hunter and Monster Hunter 2 were on the PS2. Monster Hunter Tri was on the Wii. Monster Hunter 4 was on the 3DS. Uh, Generations was on the 3DS and is being brought to Switch now. And then World is PS4 and Xbox One. With eventual PC release. Yeah, yes, yes. But I'm just yeah. talking about at, at the moment. Yeah, so they well, were, so, the so they were basically Nintendo-only titles say for the PS2 the, the PS2 ones they were um, probably Japan Japan only. only yeah uh, they did eventually get ports but it was for the Vita yeah I was going to say it's actually pretty pretty even because the first two are PlayStation 2 and World is PS4 and then Tri 4 and Generations were uh, Nintendo exclusive so 3 and 3 yeah but again World is the most recent one and the reason why they went to and again, like people were hyped about it, Monster Hunter World because they hadn't done a a Monster Hunter game on a quote unquote modern day system since the PS2. Because let's yeah. face it, the Wii and the Wii U were not hard hardware heavyweights. I mean, you're not necessarily wrong, but on the other hand. I don't necessarily see Monster Hunter as a series that necessarily requires a, an extremely powerful system to run. Like, it, the, the, it, like the, Have you played Monster Hunter World? No, I haven't. But I'm talking about traditionally. Monster Hunter World is the exception in my mind. Both the first and second Monster Hunter on the PS2 weren't, weren't games that pushed the system. Try was on the Wii, and the rest of them were on mobile systems. Like, the world is the exception at being the one that pushes everything. And I actually think overall that was a mistake because I think them cutting the Switch out because they wanted to be able to push it graphically was a big mistake for them. But then, then Monster Hunter 4 was um, the new 3DS XL exclusive because it needed that extra power. So yeah, no, I'm going to call... I'm going to call foul on Monster Hunter 4 because it also pushed the limitations of what the 3DS could do that the older model simply just said, I can't. I just, oh, no, no well, yeah, sorry. but it's still, but it's a, but it, it, all, I was arguing against Ron's one of it being of it having to be on a, on the modern system to be able no, to do that. I mean, no, people, people regardless of what it's on a modern system, system. It, it was still mobile. I mean, but, yeah, it but was I know. I just never, you know, and Japan, you know, Japan, Japan is Japan, and you know, there are tastes and flavors and styles of the games they like 
do not are not in, indicative of what the Americans want. And sure, it's kind of being blended all together now, you know, more and more often in today's video gaming world. But the point is, is I don't consider Monster Hunter a staple of the Capcom series, much like the long-running series of Resident Evil, Street Fighter, and Mega Man. You're specifically and, talking about America, but Capcom's a worldwide company, and I think Ron was mentioning, like, Monster Hunter, from its sales outside of America, I'm pretty sure has made Capcom more money than they've made from any Resident Evil other than the most recent one in a de in over a decade. But this, what this, really this, came out in that timeline of the last decade? Capcom, well, six and five. Yeah, and again, they weren't. Again, they weren't. They were rushed. They were not that well conceptualized. Absolutely. But we can't pretend they didn't exist. This ten-year period existed where Capcom survived off of Monster Hunter, like. Nothing else. I don't and believe pachinko machines. But I, yeah, I was gonna say I believe their sale. Like I'd have to look at stuff, but I'm pretty sure their sales in Monster Hunter in Japan was as much as their sales for several of their other games were worldwide. Well, okay. So, so, so let, let, let let's quantify this a bit more in terms of timeline to make it easier for viewers to understand what we're, or listeners to understand what we're talking about. Basically, since the like the Wii, like the so. That's 2000 and... 2009 is when Monster Hunter Tri came out. Yeah, so basically, so like since like 2009, Capcom has come out with Street Fighter 4 in all its iterations, which did pretty well, both from a sales standpoint and from a competitive market standpoint, like for esports and stuff like that. Um... There was Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which was eh, mediocre, but more so like a competitive game. Um, Resident Evil 5 and 6, which were... Uh, um, there was Resident Evil Corporations, which was like you playing mercenaries working for Umbrella. Is that the title I'm thinking of? Or is it something else? Revelations? Might be Revelations, I don't remember which one. But there was a Resident Evil game that came out, which did okay. Not fantastic, but was okay. Um, there was a Double May Cry reboot, which kind of flopped. Uh, yeah, trying to reboot that series was not the smart way to go about it. Yeah, and then... Dead Rising 3 and 4 or 2 and 3 or something like that, probably in that time frame too. Oh, Cap forgot about Capcom. And, and don't we we shouldn't forget Mega Man 10 that came out in that time frame. Yeah. Again, like they were all like middling average sales, I believe. They weren't like gigantic blockbusters like um probably the most recent Street Fighter 5 and then 6 million then Monster Hunter World, so they Capcom just got basically two giant influxes of cash, so we'll just see what they do with it. 
I'm sorry, and, I'm sorry, and Resident Evil and Resident Evil Seven. So three giant influxes of cash. All right, let's have a look here at most sales sold for Capcom. I have the list right here. No surprising, absolutely positively no one. Street Fighter Two is their po most popular <laughs> selling title ever. I, I assume well, I mean, you have is... eight eight incarnations of yeah. the same game, so you know. That's what I was yeah. about to say. Is I assume that this list is taking all the different versions of a game and putting yeah, all, it into a single sales yeah, figure. All, all different versions are probably all different. Um... Sales for multiple versions of the same game are combined. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's throw that out there. Number two, all-time, Resident Evil 5. Really? Uh, then wasn't Street... That, wasn't, that, wasn't that Leon punching a boulder Resident Evil? Or was that that was Resident Chris. Evil 4. No, Chris punching a boulder in Resident Evil 5. Leon does not yeah. do any oh, uh, boulder punching. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm I apologize. I'm thinking, thinking of the wrong thing. Street Fighter 4 was the next. Then Resident Evil 6. Then Resident Evil 4... Monster Hunter is not even in the top five. Oh, but really? this is this is total sales. But like, does when was this last updated? Because I have to imagine at least six million sales of Monster Hunter World. It, I can't think of a last time a game company had six million sales of a of a of a, tar, of a title. Uh, last update twenty seventeen. They got Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite on here. Only one million. Yeah. So. And so, that's near the bottom of the list. And Monster Hunter World came out early 2018. So what? Yeah. Well, do they give a number for? They for... do not have a number for World. Nope. Nope. I take that back. Uh, Six million copies sold for Monster Hunter World puts it behind Resident Evil 2. And that it only came out like two months ago. Once the PC title hits, it's probably gonna get another couple million. So. But 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 again, my point is is that. You know, for for you know, it this is why Capcom has continued to go with the Resident Evil Fighter and the Street Fighters is that the the you know the, they you know for as much shit as we give Resident Evil Five and Six, it sold a lot of copies. It still and, has more copies sold than Resident Evil Seven. And that makes me sad that Resident Evil Six sold so well. That just hurts from a fan perspective. <laughs> Well, I bet it does. Like, like Brian's just now gonna go drink in a quarter. Uh, I'm okay. You, know. you, you got okay. You got to keep a couple of things in mind looking at the list. One, Resident Evil Four originally came out on GameCube, which was an unpopular system. It's made money since on re-releases and other things, but it definitely sacrificed quite a bit of sales in its in its infancy based off of that. And that definitely affects its final sales figures. Oh, I I, I know that. I'm just yeah. I'm it doesn't just... have the it didn't have the wide release that six and five had, where they could have got where they got were able to get a lot of people to begin with. And here's another thing about five and six, Brian. I know how bad six is, and there are a lot of people who bought the game knowing how bad six was because they wanted to miss three K it, like. They know how bad it is. They've heard how bad it is, and it's like a bad movie. You've heard enough that you kind of need to see it. Oh, I know. I know that a, a good number of those sales are people who are hate playing it. But uh, it's still, it's just. Oh, oh. And the, the fact GameCube, that and and Resident Evil Four GameCube version still sold 1.6 million, which is only a 
like a little more than a half million behind the PlayStation 2 version. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was during the day when Capcom made its boneheaded decision to make Resident Evil uh, Nintendo exclusive. <laughs> Well, that was again like this. This was this was like the, the like 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 them sticking to Nintendo for whatever reason, kind of screwed the pooch on Capcom for a good ten years or so. For a good generation, but um. But I mean, the fact that Monster Hunter Four beat Resident Evil Four is almost at res at Street Fighter Four, like, and it got basically no push over here and had a later release date, if I remember correctly, like, that number right there is the lowest it could have gotten off of them basically doing nothing for it. Same thing with with any of the earlier ones over here. Like, their worldwide figures are going to be at a disadvantage because it was viewed as a, ja as a series focused on Japan. Alrighty, we have gone almost an hour on this first half, and we were we we were we were drifting away from from Mega Man and into other Capcom titles. So okay, I'll... Brian, how much is there we can talk about Mega Man Eleven? There is something. <laughs> Hold on, just just did did did. There is something I wanted to bring up regarding Mega Man Eleven. It was an opinion article that I read recently about it. And I'm going to bring that up to start the second half. So that is what I'm going to leave you guys with for the moment. I'll throw in some music because it's it's the midway point, in theory. <laughs> in the last I'm sorry, you said that with such with such hopelessness in your <laughs> <laughs> well, keep, keep in mind, he's he's currently a third away into a to a bottle of Jack Daniel after hearing about the Resident Evil Five sales. Oh, I'm just uh, nobody knows the trouble I'm. Okay, um, but yes, you'll have some music. We'll cut out, drown our sorrows some more. You are listening to what I thought was a Mega Man Eleven episode, but. Perhaps not. Here on downloadable content, who is furiously banging their keyboards? <laughs>
Welcome back to downloadable content, talking about Mega Man 11, I think, with other assorted Capcom properties. It's been a general mishmash. Yes, as Ronnie did state toward the end of the first half, you know, there's not a whole lot to go on, but there is stuff. <laughs> this is what we do on downloadable content. We find good nuggets. We also bullshit a lot, but let's be honest, at this point in time, if you're still listening to us, you should be expecting the bullshit along with the gold nuggets. I mean, this is episode number 147. I mean, I wouldn't say that's all bullshit, but... It's just like a 60-40, like, gold to bullshit ratio. All right. I was you know, about to say, we've done, we've done a fair amount of filler throughout like, our careers. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that there's just more gold than bullshit. But, you know, you take with the rough with the smooth. This is a very fine, sophisticated program, or so I keep deluding myself. Um, so, there was an article that I read on Polygon. It was an opinion article that was written... Shortly after the Mega Man 11 announcement, and it's, it talks about, the, the author talks about basically his hopes for Mega Man 11 and what he's really, really hoping to, that Capcom does. He's really hoping that Mega Man 11 should do more than just simply rehashing the past and that it shouldn't, you know, that the game should not be allowed to wallow in what has been basically a very comfortable rut for the numbered series. And he talks about how he feels that after 30 years, the, the core Mega Man series should evolve. But the question he's trying to ask is, can it? Does Mega Man need to move into the full 3D space, like the way Sonic did with to middling effect. And, or should it just stay a 2D platformer? And if Mega Man 11 did get experimental, would fans even accept it? Well, uh, did they Mega already Man do a Mega Man 3D? <laughs> Mega Man X6 and X7. But what about the Legends games? They, that, those were 3D Mega Mans. Those were more adventure yeah. games than they were 2D platforming games. I mean, I understand what they mean by not wallowing in it. I mean, we literally just had a whole podcast earlier about me talking about not wallowing in uh, the the old-school RPG mechanics. So I can get wanting to evolve the, the gameplay, and that's part of what I give Money Number 9 credit for trying something new. Um, but you try something new when you've mastered a formula. And the problem is, they've dropped the Mega Man... Like, if, the, if Mega Man 10 had come out a year or two ago, and, they're bringing, and they were bringing out Mega Man 11, and they wanted to to uh, enhance it and try something new with it, that would be fine. But when you haven't had a game in a long time, you expect to see what you... You expect what it used to be. You don't 
when you when it's been a long time since you last saw something, you don't want it to be extremely different, I don't think. And the only time I would expect something to see something so different would be like a full-fledged reboot of the franchise rather than or reimagining of the franchise rather than having a sequel like this where you know it, it seems like they're adding a few new bells and whistles this new you know what appears to be like an overdrive system and bringing back the mega buster you know the charge shot and the slide and i think you know that is quite different from the last two offerings of Mega Man, which I think is different enough, at least in my opinion. I I think that like we want we want a new Mega Man game, right, guys? Right. I think okay. so. Yeah. Okay. 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 So. If we made, if they brought out a new Mega Man game, but it had a bunch of new mechanics in it, would you guys be okay with it? You might. might. But what do you think about the fan base at large? The the well, that, that's kind of a loaded question because it depends on what it actually is, and you know, it, it, are you completely turning the entire mechanics of the, of the game or of a, of a franchise and you're flipping it on its head or are you just taking the various models and just adding tweaks and and little you know minor differences and changes to the model you already have that's gonna and people will accept certain things differently depending on what it is you know, because there's so many different gaming tastes. Some people want those wild, radical changes to make the the Mega Man games totally different from each other. And those kind of people like Final Fantasy games because they, they the the formula changes so wildly, game after game after game. But for people like me who just want the same things, and you know, maybe make minor tweaks and changes. You know, maybe a new rush form, or, or you know, or give a different uh, idea for a power up instead of here's your upgraded Mega Buster, here's your screen wipe, here's your you know your the, the weapon that you only get four uses of. You know, I I think that a I think it would be fine if. After Mega, after Mega Man 11, in a year or so, a year or two after, they do a Mega Man 12 and introduce a new major mechanic. I just, I think doing it now would be a very poor time. I mean, that's, that's, that's sort of interesting because, again, I mean, this series has been around for 30 years. And what the author was trying to, to argue in the article I just linked you guys to, you know, he, he asks, you know, does Mega Man need to, does it constantly need to stick with its uh, 2D platformer roots? Does it always need to need, have to have an eight boss free selection system that 
is that is capped with a Dr. Wily stage gauntlet. And he also asks that if Cap even if even if Capcom found a new expression of Mega Man that actually worked, would fans accept it? And he's arguing that probably not, because he he argues that 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 may well be the greatest impediment to the evolution of well, the franchise. Does, because- does Mega Man need to evolve? Uh if it doesn't have a fan base, if it does, no. That would be a bad decision. That's not saying that evolving it would be a bad decision, but his premise is inherently flawed in that the ultimate goal of a video game franchise is to sell it. It really yes. is. If you if you sell zero copies of your game, you made a failure. And it's not saying that there isn't ways to evolve it where it will make sales. I believe there are. But if your premise is, should you evolve your series even if the fan base will go against it and not buy it, yeah, then you're doing the wrong thing. Well, he he. Well, I mean, he he goes on to he he, he goes on to talk about that. He feels that the reason that Capcom won't evolve the series is because the fans won't let it, won't let Capcom do it. They, they, he, he believes that Capcom... He, I think this is a belief that a lot of fans have that I inherently disagree with. That a game has to evolve all of the time in every iteration. Otherwise, it is failing as a franchise. Otherwise, why would you make that argument? You're, you're saying that, that... He's saying that the game is the the series is stagnating because the fans won't let them push it forward as if pushing it forward is the ultimate end goal the ultimate end goal is to make an entertaining game that people enjoy playing so that they will spend money on your game and not feel ripped off and if that means evolving your franchise awesome it does in several situations Breath of the Wild's a great example of them evolving the Zelda franchise and making a shitload of money off of it. But you want to know what? There are other franchises that have played it safe that have also made a shitload of money. You need to read your read your your uh, your fans and try to either give them something that they want, something they don't know they want but that they are going to buy, or give them more of what they want. Like, ultimately, you just want to give them more what they want, whether it's new or old. So, to, to go back to a point that I believe Nick brought up of having a video game franchise evolve past its current... its, 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 its roots, I will give the example of um, Metroid into Metroid Prime. Where this was originally, literally, 2D Metroid exploring, fighting, platforming, shooting on a 2D on a 2D planescape and then the shift into a 3D world which radically changed the game and made I feel the Metroid but still had the core roots of it being exploring finding out the lore of the world and and, and still killing a bunch of shit and having puzzle solving and platforming in it too and that can succeed, but I don't think it can work with Mega Man due to how 
there's different gameplay elements in Mega Man compared to Metroid. The biggest being Metroid has, I'm sorry, Metroid's got a whole thing about exploration and a whole thing about like puzzle solving and things like that. The one for Mega Man is that there is puzzle solving and, and, and some exploration, but there's eventually going to be an end goal. You're going from left to right or right to left or you're on a rail. There's no like, there's no deviations of path. You're eventually, you're going to run through the stage. You're going to shoot some things. You're going to climb some ladders, use some weapon power ups to, to solve some puzzles, get some E-tanks, what have you. But at the end of the stage, there's going to be a boss waiting for you to kill. Then you're going to absorb their powers and, and use it to, for the next stage. And there's also a, a, a element of bullet hell in Mega Man that is a lot harder to do on a 3D play, on a 3D plane than it is on a 2D plane. And there isn't that issue with Metroid because there's not many monsters that shoot um, like projectiles. And if they do, they're definitely like telegraphed in such a way that you can dodge it or avoid it or if you need to just face tank it yeah and and that's in kind of going back a little bit to you know establishing formulas and establishing what the premise of the game is about you know you know mario is run and jump zelda it has is very exploration but can have some formulaic elements to it. Same thing with Metroid, you know, of exploring, upgrading, and being more powerful and making your way to the end. Mega Man is, you're going to get more powerful by killing bosses. And I, I sort of disagree with the bullet hellness of Mega Man. I don't really see that. It's more of the absolute tight platforming along with enemy placement not really so much them shooting at you all the time and being a bullet hell but just really just having strategic placements that make them existing annoying yeah and, and that's the thing too is that it's e- it's i don't say it's easier but it's more manageable to do that on a two-dimensional plane than it is on a three-dimensional plane i can i can agree with that and also in being a three-dimensional plane you need to be more forgiving with the movement and angling of cameras and Absolutely. like if you if you have even the best three-dimensional game even the best 3d game has issues with cameras eventually if, if, oh, if, we look, if there's one thing i think we should have learned from the n64 playstation era it's that not every game that was 2d needs to be made into a 3d game i think the only reason why mega man would even you know, think about going 3D or Capcom making Mega Man 3D would be something along the lines of, again, rebooting the franchise. And again, and and how would you go about it? It would be an interesting puzzle-solving uh, element to try and figure how to make all that work. But for a series that is so little used like Mega Man... I mean, again, we really haven't seen a Mega Man game come out in, what, eight years? So, again, it's just keeping the formulas simple, keeping it, you know, straightforward. And, yeah, you know, and some people are going to complain, yeah, Mega Man 11 is just like Mega Man 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 
it, so on and so forth. But for some people, that's just what we want. We just want more of the same with just more interesting boss designs, interesting boss fights. And that's kind of what Mega Man is. It's just not really, you know, yeah, there's action and trying to get through the stages, go left to right and and figuring out the, the tough platforming. And that's certainly there, no doubt. But at the end of the day, the real challenge came in the form of its boss fights. And that's why I look forward to every single Mega Man game is what are the bosses going to bring to the table and what powers are they going to bestow? That and the awesome music, but that's to be granted for a Mega Man game anymore. But that's what I look forward to is what are the bosses going to bring and what are the powers going to bring? And that's what makes me look forward to each and every Mega Man. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of have the same feeling, Nick, with regard to Sonic, as you all well know. <laughs> my, 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 my opinion that will, that will not, it's not open for debate with me, is that <laughs> Sonic should have never left the 2D world. So I can, I, I can definitely see, you know, when reading this particular article, and, you know, I, when I read it, it was just one of those things of like, hmm, I mean, I was, I sort of had a, had a thought of, you know, does it, does it need to evolve for the sake of change? Not necessarily. I mean, I mean, you, by that logic, then, you know, people want to say Dragon Quest needs to keep adding more and different elements and, you know, and, and you know, make the all these radical changes when it doesn't have to. It still encourages all of Japan to take a sick day when a new major numbered game comes out, so they're still obviously hitting all of the right notes. Exactly. So, so why make the changes if, if just you know, making a you know another iteration of a franchise? Is you know, and I get. I think this is the point that I'm trying to make: is as long as it sells, who cares? As long as Mega Man, you know, and at least that's for me. Getting this day one, we'll probably get it on multiple systems. As long as Mega Man 11 sells and they make profits and they make money off of this, they're gonna keep making Mega Man games. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, there's no guarantee of that. Yes, I'm pretty sure nine. I, I said that 10, about Mega Man Ten, but I'm pretty sure nine and ten both made money. Yet we still had a huge break before eleven. Well, you know, and also, you know, their endless crusade now, their 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 never-ending mission is to stick it to Inafune whenever possible. So, what things do you want to see in Mega Man Eleven? So, like, do you want it just to be eight robot, eight robot masters into Wily Sages, into into Capcom boss re retread into Wily Wily fight into credits? I suppose here's the question: What is Mega Man to you? What is the engagement? Why are you playing it? Wait a, wait, 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 wait a minute! You don't follow up Ron's question with one of your. <laughs> Well, no, but I mean that. But I mean that's that's the honest question. Like, you don't change the core of the game. What do you consider the core of the game? What draws you to playing it? 
I would say, to me, the eight robot masters, the, the robot masters, I don't care about the number. Robot masters that you kill and take powers from is the core heart of a Mega Man game. And I think mm-hmm. if you take that away, getting powers from killing robot masters, you're really not making a Mega Man title anymore. You might be making a spin-off using similar characters, which is basically what Legends is, but you're not really making a Mega Man game anymore. Ron, what was the question again? <laughs> Do you want it to just be basically another Mega Man game with just upgraded graphics or what changes do you want to see so here, here here's here, here okay so I'll, I'll i'll give an example just so you can see so you can think about it or preface it or argue with me on I know it my answer i would like it to be where there's 16 robot masters but you only need to beat eight of them to beat the game oh no the completionist in me would hate that <laughs> i know i i understand i i i agree but like Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wouldn't that? Wouldn't? Wouldn't Nick? Aren't you saying that you would actually love it? <laughs> so, I was gonna say, and, and then like the reasoning behind this is, this allows you as a developer some restraints in terms of how a player is going to go through and beat the game, which means you have to design your levels in such a way that. There's a lot of combinations for someone to reach the Wily stages, and you need to allow all those combinations to be successful. Which me means it will lead to innovative stage design and final fight like boss mechanics. How about a game? How about one where? You can go to the Wily stage anytime you want, and leave it anytime you want. And the the way you progress is you hit roadblocks that you need robot masters to defeat. So you have to go through and get specific robot masters to continue down certain paths. Yeah, that's that, called Metroid. I don't want Metroid. I don't want Metroid to make it, man. I want to make it. <laughs> hey, that's change. That's change. <laughs> uh, that's not what my my personal thing is. Uh, and I feel like they've dropped the ball on this uh, ever since there's only like one or two moves a game that are like this. Um, I really want them to go back to basics and polish up all of the basics, such as I would like all of the moves to be useful. I would like all of the moves <laughs> like, to have listen, 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 I, I, I thought I was challenging him with 8 of 16 for, for completionist's sake. Having all of the having all the robot master moves actually be useful and damaging and having unique benefits, that's just asking for too much. Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I understand is, okay, every game they have, or, or most games, they have at least... Four of the Robot Masters are basically previous Robot Masters reskinned. Yeah, they they might have slightly different idea, but but you have you have the Fire guy that has shown up in a bunch of them. You have the Ice guy that's shown up in a bunch of them. You have the Water guy that's shown up in a bunch of them. Like a bunch of these characters just keep showing up. I don't understand why they can't design one really solid power that you can use for puzzles that can be used in different ways that can affect the environment. And then just 
use that for a couple games. What, you're, telling me, you that... you're, you're telling me you didn't like Sheep Man and Mega Man 9? I, I, I'm, uh, first of all, uh, I'm fine with that because everyone has a couple unique ones that come in, but that way you don't have to redesign eight useful powers every time. And you can use them differently in each game by changing how you design the levels. But you don't have to redo the wheel every time. I'd love to have the metal buzzsaw in every game. That would be amazing. I've solved that problem for Capcom already, and, 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 and this is going to be terrible and awful, that's why no Capcom's going to do it. It's $2 for a DLC, you get, the, you get an upgraded Metal Man stage, you have to go beat the stage to get Metal Man's saw blade, Little and you can use that for the rest of the game. Little Ron, you know. go to hell. You go to hell right now. <laughs> go directly to hell! <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't a terrible idea. I just thought Capcom was going to do it, and they're going to get a shitload of money for it. Yeah, little, none of, the, none of know, this pay-to-win bullshit. Little, little do we know, Mega Man 11, actually a hidden backdoor to Mega Man Maker, which will be their franchise <laughs> that they will make a billion dollars on. Going, we're going DLC. Yes, Mega Man with loot crates. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think that's where Mega Man with go. DLC is not a is not a first. Uh, we got that for Mega Man Nine and Ten, but quite a bit. Of I it too. just want. I you know I, this is me with my old man cane and off my lawn, but I thoroughly enjoyed all of the Mega Man games. The only one that I really ever had a complaint with was 8, and that's because the soundtrack wasn't that great, and the voice acting, my god, someone shoot me. Um, but beyond that, it's, you know, I, I enjoyed the formula of the Mega Man games, so I don't really want that many changes. They've made, you know, they want to add a new mechanic that may or may not return to another game. I'm fine with that. As long as the core gameplay and the core objectives are going to end up being the same, you got one happy person right here. Mega Man 11, as of right now, for whatever we all know about it, looks to be eight robot masters that you can challenge in any order with, you know, bestowing a power for each. Where the hell is it? I had it. Son of a bitch. Any rate, it's it's you. At least for me, Capcom is hitting every note that I wanted them to hit. Whether they did this new art style, whether they went to the art style, you know, the old bits, whether they went to Mega Man Seven art style, whether they did the freaking Mega Man Eight art style, I don't care. They're keeping the tight platforming, the eight robot masters with the with the with the wep with the weapons, as long as they throw some interesting new you know, they throw a few new quirks and twists to it. I'm a happy person. And that's and, and that's why I'm looking forward to Mega Man Eleven. It is because there's so much familiarity and so much of the uh, of that same old same old that some people lament but i love and that's again that's me that's me just being one of a million i get that but 
it this is you know it, it, this is just formulaic almost to a fault and i am okay with that i mean let's face it you just want to see woodman come back don't you actually i really fucking hated woodman but... <laughs> <laughs> um so I, I I I jokingly said it, and I know it's a terrible idea, but I'm don't, kind don't. of expecting it. <laughs> don't you dare! I, expect, uh, I think Capcom to introduce updates to prior Mega Man stages as optional DLC, and get their weapons afterward. Yeah, I they did that with ten, and I would be totally fine with that. Like, and and, and it would be like, okay, let's go back to the quote unquote memorable Mega Man stages. Metal Man, Wood Man, mm. Elect Man. Um, yeah, there you go. That that'd be a, that'd be a fun one. Cut Man. Cut Man to a certain to a certain extent. Um, what was that? Little bit of Cut Man. It was okay, but uh, again, like um, so like Mega Man Three. There's Needle Man stage. There's oh no, fuck Needle Man stage. <laughs> How about um, Snake Man? Sure, Snake Man's fine. Uh, Mega Man 4's Frogman stage. Uh, I hated that stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mega Man 4 had Feral Man. That'd be an interesting stage. That would be fun. Uh, Mega Man 5, you had Star Starman and Gravity Man. I think, God, I think, I think 5 also had Shark Man. Oh, yeah, 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 no, you want to talk about fuck, fuck that Robot Master? Charge Man and Ring Man were the banes of my existence. Ring Man was four, by the way. Okay. Um. Six, um. Tomahawk Man. Tomahawk Man. Centaur Man. Night Man. Man. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the only one that I really didn't like out of six was, yeah, Flame Man, I guess. I don't remember seven or eight stages, so fuck them, I guess. <laughs> and Slash Man was Slash Man stage was cool, as was um uh oh what the hell is his name? Uh Shade Man. Shade Man's Shade Man stage, I would uh, like to see. Bubble, Bubble, Man sta Bubble Man stage from from Mega Man Two would also be a deserving upgrade because that music is really good too. Yes. Uh, Splash uh, stage, I think, was pretty decent from nine. Splash Woman would been was was good. A lot of nine stages were actually quite fun. Magma Man's no, I'm thinking Solar Man from ten. Never mind. <laughs> but like, I mean, like, listen, like we just named ten stages right there. If Capcom said for a dollar fifty you get that stage in an, up in an upgraded form with upgraded, um. Yeah. Audio soundtrack, I, you'd probably plop down money for it. They can release a season pass, and I'll pay. I'll plop down money for it. Yeah, and like, uh, it, it, and, and, and let's face it, like knowing Capcom with how they love season passes and incremental DLC bullshit, cough, 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 uh, Street Fighter, cough, cough. Like they'll probably do that with Mega Man Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> I'm just forewarning you because you know it's going to happen. Yeah, no. I mean they did, they did the DLC packs that had a uh, Proto Man and Base in it. I would plop down the money for the additional characters, although it'd be harder to do for Eleven since 
Proto Man in ten was kind of Mega Man in other games, so that'd be kind of hard. Base would be interesting though. Would base be even in this game? That's a good question. Well, well, well uh, okay. So correct me if I'm wrong. In in in, in Mega Man Nine, when they introduced Proto Man. The buster did more damage, and he had the shield, but he also took twice as much damage. And twice as much knockback. Yeah. And that was the same thing in Mega Man 10 as well. And then Bass's thing was he could shoot diagonally? Bass's thing was he could rapid fire and shoot diagonally, but he couldn't move while shooting, and it couldn't shoot through walls. He also had trouble, which could let him fly. Yeah. Um... Which, again, base really had some interesting concepts where Proto Man was just more hard mode. Yeah. Uh, and again, like those could be like DLC characters, like five bucks play as Proto Man, five yeah. bucks play as base, and again, Capcom would almost certainly do that and make money off of it. So. Mm. And it, I, I guess then my question would would be for Eleven, what is Capcom actually going to charge for this? Because I don't if imagine that I don't imagine this being a very long game. If they're it, smart, they charge twenty dollars, and every DLC additionally afterwards is a dollar. Yeah, maybe do like a full pet. You know, do like a $20 game and maybe the full DLC package of all the extra stages and characters maybe charge 15 Yeah, or, 20, or, or an additional 20 Right. That. And like, and, and, so, and then that, that's like 40 bucks, and that gets you like all the stages for that or, season. Or, or just charge 40 right from the get-go and all the DLC's free. Even then, I would, I, it would depend on, it would depend upon how much time they want to invest into it. Because additional stage development, even updating the stages, would require some a, a non-zero amount of time to update and import. It, it depends how much they would really do, though. I, I, I mean, it, it's all speculation at this point. It, would they? Yeah, they really wouldn't redo the Mega Man Killers. They might redo Mega Man Five, though. Mega Man 5 for the Game Boy, rather, where they had all the planetary bosses, Jupiter, Mars. Did they have a Uranus boss? They had a Pluto boss. Mercury. They had Neptune. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they, they had... Also had... They also had the Wily Wars game on the Game Gear, which had four unique bosses. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, they... They did. It, it, I can't it remember was, if they were the, if they were just the rehashed nope. Mega Man killers or it, if they were new, all new. They were all new. When you had to unlock them by finishing the other what three games? Yeah. It was a remake of one, two, and three. But once mm -hmm. you did that, you unlocked four. You unlocked a unique stage or stages with four new bosses, which were based off of the four uh, uh, directional animals of the Chinese. Uh, I was going to say Zodiac, but it's not Zodiac, but um, the, the protectors of, of the four directions. So, monkey, dog, cat, yeah, bird of some kind? I don't know. I believe, I believe it's turtle, bird, 
Monkey. Crap, I used to know this off the top of my monkey head. Monkey Tiger? I think ti Tiger's one of them. I don't think I don't think Monkey's one of them. Which is I don't weird, think Monkey's one of them. Because Monkey was weird. part of the story, but it wasn't one of the directions. Alright. But but regardless, they they still there's still ideas that you can use with the DLC. I mean, considering they've already pulled from the Mega Man Killers for Mega Man 10, I imagine they could probably still de go back into the Game Boy well and pull out, you know, the the, the Planetary Masters. They could go to Legends, too, and pull out Tronbon and all her bullshit. Yeah, but th then, you're, then you're gonna give gamers with way too many speculative ideas and make them preemptively cream their pants. So you, that may not be such a hot idea after all. Uh, to be fair, this is Capcom, <laughs> where they've had Chun-Li trancing around in that outfit for the past 20 years. So... Hey, they gave her a new outfit in 5. <laughs> and then they put her in a Chinese Xin Zhao dress yes. in, from one of the DLCs. And that's, Hell, they even that, 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 is, that is very revealing. Hell, they even took away Sakura's schoolgirl skirt in five. They didn't even put Sakura in five until literally like two weeks ago. I know. <laughs> I'm well aware she's my favorite character. <laughs> Brian, Why does that to... not surprise me? I, I was waiting for Brian to go. Of course it is. Well, I well well I already knew that. <laughs> this this is not new information, <laughs> but but of course it is. Yeah. So uh... I just I you know, it, regardless what Capcom does in, in terms of DLC and whatnot, I I, I again I could care less. Just at least from what little we've seen, from what little we know, it looks to be this this the same old Mega Man I've spent you know at least the last twenty years because I think that's about. When did I first start playing Mega Man? Yeah, I, I would say definitely well over 15 years. So it's, it's become one of my absolute favorite franchises just because of how steady it's been throughout its life, throughout its lifetime. So I'm perfectly happy with just getting more of the same. DLC or not. Well, we're going to see how this all plays out because, again, it's right now slated for a late 2018 release. There's no actual definitive date. I'm curious to see whether we're going to see more of this at E3. Yeah. When will the X Collection come out? Because that, uh, the Mega Man X Collection got released, uh, got announced right alongside Mega Man 11 during that stream. And that is one of the few series I actually didn't really get into, mostly because I didn't hear many good things past X3. Um, X4 was okay. There's some anime tropey voice acting bullshit that happened in I've X4. Heard. I've heard. <laughs> Um, X5 and X6 are kind of, no, not X5, uh, X6 and X7, excuse me, were, uh, Trash Incarnate. Well, X5 was 
meant to be the end of, like, the X series. So I've heard. And then they made X6. And I heard that was terrible. I yeah. actually have seen plenty of footage, and I can concur. Yeah, that looks pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, X7 was their first attempt with, like, a 3D sort of gameplay. And that was not, not too well. And then X8 was... I heard X8 was alright. X8 was okay, but it was... But it was a pile of lukewarm after after ten years of bullshit of, of garbage. I'm sorry, not, not ten years, but like after four years of garbage. So it's hard to so palpable lukewarm oatmeal is better than three three bowls of bullshit. So and then they had the Mega Man X uh, Command Mission, which actually was a fun RPG. Yeah, it was a fun RPG, but again, really left field for a Mega Man title. But still, for its first foray into the RPG series, I actually, actually really liked it. It was a good turn, um, contemporary turn-based style of art JRPG that worked very well for what they had. Yeah, it was okay, Oliver. But at that point in time, Capcom was into some weird shit, so people kind of forget about that t that point in time. Yeah. I was more interested in Clover Studios at the time than Capcom stupidly shut that down. Fuckers. Uh, Nick, that collection is looking uh, to be released this summer. Yeah, but we haven't heard anything since that. Are they releasing it all at once? Are they releasing it in, in individually? You know, it all... Yeah, summer, but June, July, August... Depending on what month it is, I may or may not be able to play it for a while. It w honestly it wouldn't surprise me if Capcom shows up at E3 and says, "Okay, here's Resident Evil, here's Mega Man 11, and here's the Mega Man X Legacy Collection." And oh, by the way, Legacy Collection goes on sale now. Yeah. A I mean, am I the only one that really doesn't like that? That doesn't like them going, "Oh, and it's uh, um." Well, well, check your check your uh, yeah, check your check your Steam library. Yeah, and it's like, wait, fucking really? Like, I, I don't know. It, maybe that's just me, but I really don't like developers doing that. I I, I, I find it funny. I I kind of enjoy it. I wish they would have it be that they go on sale three days after the end of E3, so that way people at E3 can wind <laughs> down from it and then enjoy the game. True. But, you know, I'm. we're going to get more information about this. I mean, hopefully the game does not get delayed. I mean, it seems like one of those games that would be it looked, easy. It looked kind of far along-ish in its trailer. So hopefully not too much longer for them. And it would won't see a delay, but... This is Capcom we're talking about here, so I'm not getting my hopes up. The last thing I'm going to say about it is that I'm hoping that Mega Man 11, because they're going into it with this different art style, does not get the vitriol that was hurled at it the way Sonic 4 did. Which, when Sonic 4 was released on the previous generation, a lot of people were up in arms about how it looked and how it played. Because, because you know, they, they updated 
the 2D aspects of Sonic, and... Yeah, Sonic 4 wasn't that awful. No, I mean, I really enjoyed it, but, you know, we are a finicky group. I, I, I mean, the only th I had an exception with Sonic 4 Episode 2 with all the team-up BS moves and how you got the Chaos Emeralds. Why they decided to bring back the freaking Sonic 2 Tunnels bullshit, I will never understand. Because oh, nostalgia. No! Fuck those special stages! In the ass with a rusty bike! Nick, I, I, I get the sense that you have some issues. Uh, uh, you're, you're one to talk. <laughs> you shared my pain with me, you asshole. Where we both tried to get those goddamn emeralds in Sonic 2. Oh, and, and I mean, yes. Yes, you I agree. shared my pain. I, 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 yes, well, I'm trying very hard to put that out of my head. All right. So, do we have any more final thoughts on Mega Man 11? Any sort of speculation or, or additional commentary? Ronnie's been quiet. That is unlike him. Uh, I, I, I've kind of already voiced my opinions and what I think Capcom's going to do. So, right. the only thing I'll say is this. Please, for the love of God, don't want to be a fucking $60 game. That's, that's only like eight hours long. Well, eight hours would be generous. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was literally the time I went. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't... Th I, I mean, yes, I'm going to be able to do, go through multiple playthroughs, but if I take eight hours to play through a Mega Man game for the first time, something is fucking wrong with me. <laughs> it's not hard enough. It's not break your console hard enough. All right. Well, in that case, if any of you out there on the wide world of the internet have any thoughts, questions, comments on this episode or any other episode of downloadable content, please let us know. Use the feedback button on dlcpodcast.com. You can also get every single episode there, as well as iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Check out the upcoming recording schedule. See what we're doing. Let us know if you want to be in on an episode or give us ideas for future episodes or free play topics it's all there dlcpodcast.com so all it remains for me to do is to thank ron ronnie and nick for being on this episode and so on that fun note i am brian and have a good one everybody